0: Love talk radio It is such a pleasure to come into your home to come into your car, to come into your office wherever you might be at this time. It is such a joy for me to share the Word of God of the Lord with you, to share God's love with you to bless you with what the Lord is speaking to us during this season. So thank you so much for joining me on tonight. I do apologize for missing the last few months. I took uh, some time away, went on vacation. Well, not necessarily a vacation, but I was vacationing in my home. (laughs) With my feet up, that's vacation enough for me, and then I was out of town with a professional development, Um, and I had a blast. Like, it has been the best last few weeks, and I thank God for having some time away to be replenished and be restored, and... Um, just be strengthened for the journey. You know, sometimes it's good for us to just take some time away and to be re-energized and restored and refueled so that we are refreshed and new to go forth and do what the Lord has called us to do. We set up the classroom. Uh, she got our door ready. I got some paperwork ready, and it was just such a blessing. And so I thank God for this day. I am so excited in my spirit about what is going to happen this year. It's just I felt such a stirring in my spirit yesterday as I was preparing for today, and I felt such a stirring in my spirit today as as I, I, I got up and got, the Lord woke me up early, and I got up and started getting ready for. Uh, Today and as I prepare for the school year And man, God is going to do some great things God is going to do some awesome things God is going to do some wonderful things Not just for me, but for you For your classroom, for your family For your marriage, with your children, with your church God is going to do some great things And let me tell you, between yesterday and today I've been hearing the word greatness 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 Greatness, I kept hearing that in my spirit. And so God says, we're going to tap into greatness tonight. Amen. continue on in this tap-in series. until the Lord says otherwise. We're going to keep tapping in to what the Lord has destined for us, tapping into his promises, tapping into his goodness, tapping into God's heart, and tapping into God's greatness. Amen. And, man, oh, man, it's been good to me. So we're going to tap into greatness tonight. Amen. Amen. So you all know. That I love me from dictionary.com or Miriam uh, Dictionary Online. So I looked up the word great and I looked up the word greatness. So great is your ability or quality considerably above normal or average. Greatness is a quality of being great. Or distinguished. And let me tell you something, man of God, woman of God, you are great. You are great in the Lord. You are distinguished. You are um, of high quality. You are above average. You are above normal. When you are in Christ Jesus, you... And because God is great and we are his children, that greatness is instilled within us. Hallelujah. And we walk forth in the greatness of God. Amen. Amen. So we are above average and we are distinguished in him. Amen. And so I just want to take a little perusal in the scripture about God's greatness the greatness of Jesus, and then we're going to get to our greatness as his sons and daughters and as brothers and sisters of Jesus. Amen. So Deuteronomy chapter 10 and verse 17, it says in the New International Version, For the Lord your God is great. I'm sorry, let me start that again. For the Lord your God is God of gods. And Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality and accepts no bribes. God is a God of all gods. He is the Lord of all lords. He is great. He is mighty. Praise him. his surpassing greatness. My God. Well, what makes God great? What makes God mighty? What makes God awesome? The fact that he is the sovereign God. He is the creator of this world and he is creator of every single human being upon the face of this earth. He is creator. Now, I know some will say and believe in evolution and that's okay if that's your belief, but I believe that God Almighty formed Adam out of the dust, took a rib from Adam to make Eve and all nations after that all people after that have been born from Adam and Eve Um, after they were created by God. So that's what I believe. So that is part of God's greatness. A big majority of his greatness is the fact that he's God. He's creator. He's supreme being. He is the one that founded this place, founded this earth, founded the world, and he sits high, and he is established, and he has established us, and he watches over us, and he loves us, and he takes care of us, and he provides for us. That is the greatness of God. is a might of God. That God is God and God is great. Hallelujah. Great, great, great hallelujah. God sees our lives from the beginning to the end. And from the end to the beginning, he knows every single person of all the trillions of people who have ever lived on the earth and who are presently living on the earth, and he will live on the earth in the future. He knows every single one of us by name. He knows our, our ins and our outs, our ups and our downs, our weaknesses and our strengths. He knows every single thing there is to know about us. That is the greatness of God. He is great. And because we are his sons and his daughters, we are able to tap in to God's greatness. Let's look at Philippians. Let's talk about Jesus' greatness in Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 through 11. It says, I think I pulled a new international version for this one. Um, You must have the same attitude that Christ had. Though he was God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. themselves to them. Jesus didn't do that. He was God, just as much God as God is God, but he did not equate himself to being God or cling to the fact that he was God. instead, verse 7 says, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being when he appeared in human form. Verse 8, he humbled himself in obedience. To God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the praise of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names that at the name of Jesus. Every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. See, God. See Jesus' greatness was in his humility. Jesus' greatness was in the fact that he set aside his royal crown. He set aside his divine. through as human beings die on a cross to redeem us from our sins to to make a pathway for us to be restored back to the father died a, a, a criminal's death my god he was accused of being equal to God and even though he was the people during that time didn't think he was so they considered him a criminal a liar a, a thief a a, a, a slanderer for taking on god's name they didn't fully understand they didn't I'm gonna say fully but they didn't understand who he was so jesus humbled himself and that was his greatness he died on the cross for us to save us from our sins and that was his greatness he rose again on the third day with all power in his hands that was his greatness that at the name of jesus Every you you can bow now or you can bow later either way you're gonna bow and confess that Jesus is Lord. you can be a god lover, a jesus follower a a, a Muslim an atheist a, um, a a Catholic following who another god does not matter at the name to us and our present time with us. What is your greatness? What is the greatness that lies within you? You see, I am under the belief that greatness resides in every single baby that has ever been born on the face of this earth or that will ever be born on the face of this earth. And because you were born as a baby, greatness resides in you. So initially it is up first to the parents to recognize the God-given greatness that is within that child. It really is. It is a parent's responsibility to see the greatness in their child and to speak to that greatness and to nurture that greatness and to rehearse that greatness into the ear of their child so that that greatness becomes a part of them, becomes settle within them, that it becomes so much them that they begin to walk it out without even thinking about it. So, yes, that is the, the responsibility and actually privilege of parents to speak into their child's life. But maybe your parents didn't recognize don't understand that that's part of their responsibility. Some parents don't really grasp that It is their responsibility to help nurture and train up their child in the way that they should go, and part of that is speaking life to them. Whatever God says about that, you know, their child, they are to speak that. Some parents didn't understand it or didn't know or didn't get it or whatever the case may be, and that's okay. You now, as an adult, you have the responsibility. If your parents miss it, if they miss it or didn't miss it, you have the responsibility as a teenager, as an adult, to tap into to the greatness that is within you, to tap into that power, that anointing, that destiny that God has placed within you since the foundations of the world, since he knew you were going to be born. When you were formed in your mother's womb, he placed that greatness within you. And so it is your responsibility as a teenager, as an adult, to tap into that greatness, to find out what that greatness is to understand what that greatness is and begin to walk out whatever that greatness is. Destiny, the God-given greatness that he placed within me. And did I try to fight it? Yes, I did. I wanted to be a pediatrician so that I can still work with children but make some money. But God said, no, you're going to teach. And, yes, I did go back and forth with the Lord. And guess who won? The Lord did. And I am a teacher today. But let me tell you something about greatness. You start walking out your greatness before you even recognize what it is. I was teaching vacation Bible school at church and had a desire to teach Sunday school when I was just a teenager. I taught my first class at church at 15 years old. I had the passion and the desire to teach. That was my greatness, my God-given greatness, and I began to walk it out at 15. At 16, I got a job with the. Our, it was a community development program in my county, and they employ teenagers to help them build life skills and job skills. And guess what I was doing? Working in an early learning center with children, teaching. I was a teacher assistant. And then guess what I was doing the next Um, in their reading success. I've been teaching since 15, on and off. I had a few um, years that I did something different, but for over 20 years, I have been in the teaching field. That's my greatness. That's my God-given greatness, and I have tapped into it, and I have loved it. I worked as an early learning um, educator. I worked as an early learning assistant director, I've worked as, at a, a, a summer camp director. I've worked as an instructional assistant, and now I am a licensed teacher who works with children with special needs. And I love it. I can't see doing anything else but my God-given greatness, and that's teaching. It is who God called me to be. It's my superpower. It's my power. It's my greatness. And that's what I walk out. And you know what? I'm good at it. I am so good at teaching. And I don't say that to brag. I say that. Because I'm good at teaching. that's the, I'm confident in the fact that I am excellent at my greatness. I am excellent at teaching. I am confident because God has called me to do it, and I'm walking it out. And yes, I can beat anybody. I can out-teach anybody. And so I wonder, what's your greatness? I know that there is greatness within you. You know, think about some of the examples that that we have. Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr., greatness, he's... um, said a few words at church, prepared a speech, said a few words about inequalities that were going on during our time, and he became one of the most prolific and greatest speakers and greatest revolutionaries and greater greatest, greatest um, uh, uh, teacher as far as speaking out against inequalities. The greatness, just greatness lying within him. Think about uh, Dr. Um, George Washington Carver. He developed over 300 uses for the peanut. He He took that peanut, looked at that peanut, and he was like, there's some greatness in this peanut. I have greatness in me. Let me tap into my greatness. And he developed over 300 uses for the peanut. Think about Wilma Rudolph. Wilma Rudolph contracted polio, and um, it it, uh, uh, damaged her legs. and And she did wear braces. But the doctor said she would never walk again. Not only did Wilma Rudolph walk again, but she participated in the 1956 1956 with the bronze, 1960s with four gold medals. Let me tell you, no, excuse me, three, three gold medals in 1960. Let me tell you something. There is greatness within you, and I admonish you to tap into that greatness. It could be teaching. It could be inventing. It could be writing. It could be creating a new video game. It could be creating your own computer program. It could be um, President of the United States. It could be a a, a prolific orator. Whatever your greatness is, I am encouraging you right now to tap into it. If you don't know what it is, ask God, God, what is my greatness? What is this destiny that you have placed within me that you want me to walk out? Ask the Lord. If you ask him, I promise you, he will answer you. He will show you and give you help to walk out the great, powerful greatness that is within you and I, I even want to say and even believe that you're already walking out your greatness that you're already doing the or, or walking out or wrong do it hard, go hard, you know, go strong with the greatness that that is within you. I'm going hard with teaching. Let me tell you something. Not only have I been teaching my children, but I have become a teacher leader. I have taught district workshops. And next week, I'm going to be teaching a workshop for pre-K teachers for the district. So I'm going hard after teaching. I'm not just teaching children, but I'm strengthening my teaching skills by teaching adults so that they can become greater teachers. So whatever your greatness is, hallelujah, walk it out. Strengthen those skills and go hard. After the greatness that is within you Go hard in that greatness that is within you Hallelujah, I guarantee you I don't care what your background is I don't care what your family life was like I don't care what your history I don't care who you used to be I don't even care what you're in right now There is greatness within you and so I encourage you, if you are not walking out your greatness right now, take Hindering you from going forth in your greatness, I admonish you, I encourage you to take inventory, take stock, and look around you and see what is stopping you, what is hindering you from going forth in the greatness that God has ordained for you. Is it lack of resources? Is it lack of money? Is it lack of education? Is it um, being connected to people who don't mean you any good, people who bring you down instead of lifting you up? Take a minute to look around and see what hinders your greatness. And if it's something that within your control, I, I, I encourage you to take the steps to get rid of all distractions and all hindrances so that you can tap into your Greatness. Now, if you're married, I'm not encouraging you to get a divorce. I'm not saying that at all. But maybe you need to talk to your spouse about what you feel God is calling you to do. Maybe you need to have a conversation with him. Destiny within me, and I want to pursue this. You know, will you will you will you encourage me? Will you will you uh, come alongside me and help me? You know, you may not fully understand it, but just help me, encourage me, build me up as I go forth in this great destiny. You know, I understand. You know, if, if it's a job, you know, you can change jobs if you want to, if you're able to. You know, you can you can change jobs. I know I took a big leap of faith a couple of years ago and quit my job. Didn't have another job lined up, but quit my job. But God provided, and then I was able to go forth in my destiny as a licensed teacher god needed that door to close so that i can walk out the great destiny that he's placed within you so if there are hindrances in your life that are within your control i encourage you to take steps so that those hindrances are no longer hindrances but that they become stepping stones to your greatness now, if there are some situations beyond your control, pray and ask God to give you wisdom. Ask God to give you insight about what you need to do. To get a better job, maybe you're not able to do that right now, and that's okay. Make a plan for yourself. Make a plan, maybe in three years or maybe in two years or maybe in one year, maybe in five years, you'll be able to, maybe your children will be a little bit older and you'll be able to go forth in that education so that you can tap further into the greatness that is within you. So if you can't get out of, you know, situations right now, just make a plan to get out. Make a plan to be able to walk forth in the great destiny that God has placed within you. Amen. Amen. I want to read one last scripture in your hearing because I want you to understand it does not matter. I, I've already said it, but I feel compelled to say it again. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter if you came from a, a single-parent home, a two-parent home, a no-parent home. You know, maybe you are adopted or maybe your parents gave you up, you know. It it doesn't matter if you've, you know, lived a life of prostitution or if you've been on drugs or drink or, or, you know, used to steal or whatever. Your background, your history does not matter. All that matters is this moment right now today. And sometimes being able to tap into your greatness means that you need to forgive the people that hurt you, the people that abandoned you, the people that left you, the people that did you wrong, even the people in your life right now who may not be supportive of you. You know, maybe your parents or your spouse or your significant other um, or your friends, maybe they're not supporting you right now like you feel they should, and maybe you need to forgive them right now. So maybe forgiveness is a hindrance. That's easily solvable. I know it's hard to forgive people. I've had struggles forgiven, but I promise you, if you speak, Lord, I forgive so-and-so for what they did to me. Even you may not feel like you forgave them, but can keep speaking it. Keep speaking it until you feel that darkness or that heaviness lift off of you. And then you'll know, I have forgiven that person. And then if you can be in their presence without feeling, like, anxious or... financial financially maybe there's some debt that needs to be paid off so you can tap into your greatness of financial liberation that's within your control you know sit down and make a plan for yourself so even if you again aren't able to get out of a situation right now plan write the vision and make it plain write down a plan and then begin to implement that plan as soon as you can amen cuz i i just i really sincerely believe that 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 god wants you to tap into the greatness that is within you To walk out the destiny that he has placed within you But it's up for us to move To walk forth, to walk out, to step out Into that destiny And I'm hearing sickness Sickness can be another hindrance From you tapping into your greatness and I've been sick before, Lord knows. I know it is draining. It can be exhausting. It can just take a lot of energy out of you and keeps you, oftentimes, from doing what you normally do or from. Take time to take the medication, take time to follow whatever medical plan your doctor has established for you or that you and your doctor established together for your optimal health. Follow that plan. And as you're following that plan, declare healing over yourself. Declare that with Jesus, with your stripes, I am healed. Declare the word over your life. And once God heals you, Then go forth and walk out that destiny. If you have the energy while you're sick, write the plan, write the vision, get it ready. So when God heals you, you're able to tap into your greatness and walk out your destiny. Amen. So let me read Psalm 139 and 14 in your hearing. This is the King James Version, and it reads, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that who that and that my soul knoweth right well. Man of God, woman. Be different. Don't let anybody call you out of your name. You are fearfully. And wonderfully made. And if somebody tells you different, you look them in the eye and you say, according to Psalm 139 and 14, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that, my soul, North, right? Well, that Thy mar- that uh, one uh, marvelous are thy works, that's the Lord's works. God's works are marvelous, because he made you fearfully and wonderfully made, and that's a marvelous work that he did, making you fearfully and wonderfully. That's a marvelous work, and don't let anybody tell you different. Hallelujah. You are fearfully made. You are wonderfully made. Hallelujah. You have... ...destiny within you, and so I encourage you, I admonish you to tap in to the greatness that God has placed within your belly. Amen. I want to leave this broadcast by reciting a poem to you. That we are inadequate our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure it is our light not our darkness that most frightens us we ask ourselves who am i to be brilliant gorgeous talented fabulous actually who are you not to be You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. And we're liberated from our own fear. Our presence, or excuse me, as we're liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Let the Lord minister that to you because your greatness is so great and so powerful and will shine so strong when you walk it out that others will have the strength, will be strengthened to let their greatness shine and to let their light shine and to be powerful. We unconsciously give them the permission to shine when we shine. When we walk out our greatness, we unconsciously give others permission to walk out their greatness. So tap in, man of God. Tap in, woman of God. Tap in, child of God, to your greatness and go forth in your destiny amen amen thank you so much for joining the broadcast tonight as always it is such a privilege to speak forth the word of the lord to you look put october 13th on your calendar our pocketbook exchange will be on october 13th at ten thirty a.m details are coming look join us tonight for prayer at 730 telephone number 641-715 ministries check out our website at befreeministriesnc.weebly.com if you have a praise report prayer request you need encouragement Email us at befreeministriesnc at outlook dot com. Like us on Facebook. I have been slack with my Facebook posts, but if the Lord gives me strength and reminders, I'm gonna get back into posting scriptures to keep us encouraged. So check out our Facebook. Like us on Facebook at facebook dot com slash N C. Look, if no one has told you that they love you, I love you. We at Be Free Ministries, we love you. This is Be Free Ministries, signing off.